0: Don't worry, everybody. The new episode is coming right up. But first, I want to remind you, there are three quick ways that you can support the Fat Guy Forum and help the show keep going. First, make sure that you have rated and reviewed the show on whatever pod service you're using, whether that is Apple, Spotify, or whatever it is. Make sure you're doing that. Two, you can join the Patreon for a few dollars a month. You get access to the after show. You help keep things going because this show does have costs. And you're able to be a part of the Fat Guy Forum community that I would love to see grow, get your input on what you want to see going on with the show, and more. And the third and final way, if you can't join the Patreon, but you're buying products for yourself that I'm an affiliate for, like Redmond Real Salt and Kettle and Fire Bone Broth, there are links and codes in the show notes where you will save money when you use them, and I get a little bit to help things going here. So, please... Pick at least one of those ways to support the show if you enjoy listening to it on a regular basis, and know that I appreciate whatever you choose to do. And now let's get on with the episode. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Fat Guy Forum. I am happy to be sitting down once again with a new guest on the show. His name is Jade Worth. Jade, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad we're getting to talk. And I'm just mm-hmm. excited to get into your story for people, man. So tell us what qualifies you to be on the Fat Guy Forum.
1: Uh, so I've I've been a bigger guy, you know, growing up all my life. Like my family's, you know, bigger. You know, I'm not talking like too big. You know, um, growing up sports. You know, I wrestled heavyweight. Um, that was like my main main sport. Most I ever weighed was about 285. Um, but 2019, I had broken my L3, L4, L5. Um, in my back
0: um,
1: and it sent me down just a just a
0: dark path you know and how old were you in 2019 to give people some context man I
1: was I was 19 okay so you know just turning to drinking binge eating like the only things that really brought me joy to life because I just didn't you know feel like I had a meaning because you know I was from the Midwest. So it was like, oh, you had to be in sports. You had to do sports. So I felt like a a letdown. So I turned to the things that I thought brought me joy to life, you know, drugs, alcohol, eating, and, um, kept leading on. Finally, you know, 2020, um, I was 400 plus pounds. Um, and I was sitting in the back of my truck drinking beer, and my dad had pulled up outside and he had taken a picture of me. And it was one of those pictures that like, I didn't know it was be taken and I wasn't like ready for it. And he sent it to my best friend that I hadn't seen in a year. Cause from that whole, you know, 2019, 2020, I did not go outside. I just wanted to stay secluded. And my friend screenshot and he sent it to me. He's like, bro, what are you doing with your life? And I just, you know, it kind of hit me because I was like, whoa, you know, because I wasn't ready for the picture. And I just stared at it the whole night. Next morning, I got up, started
0: walking, Um, took a lot to walk
1: Um, for about
0: two weeks. And let's talk about that night before we kind of get into what went from there. Because I, I, and, and kind of almost before that, like where, where was your head at with what was going on in your life? You know, like. Obviously, having that interaction, you know, is a, is a wake-up call of sorts, but were you conscious of, of the weight you were gaining? Like, what was, where were you really at personally? Was it just you felt like you were stuck and there was nothing you could do? Like, take us into that, man.
1: Yeah, um, I actually didn't know the kind of weight that I was gaining and putting on. I didn't, you know, I just thought I was gaining in some way, but I didn't really grasp the full, how much I had gained. Um, and, you know, I was, I was embarrassed of myself at that point. So it was just like, I didn't, I didn't really want to do anything about it. You know, I just felt, I felt sad for myself. You know, Mm. I kept waking up every day hoping like today was the last day, you know, it was, it was a rough time and I just, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't grasping the whole, you're, you know, you're 400 pounds. Like, what are you doing with your life? Mm. So you, you, you get up the next day and you started walking for about two weeks. Um, yeah. you know, it took a, it took a lot, like my knees were hurting. Um, like I said, I had my back. So it was putting all that weight hanging off me was putting a lot of pressure on my back. And, you know, I still struggle with some sciatic nerve problems. Um, so it, that just, it was making it flare, but, um, I had str- struggled with a painkiller addiction from, cause I got prescribed some heavy, heavy duty painkillers and I was struggling with that. So then after about two weeks, you know, I started picking up into a, like a slow little jog, um, kept jogging for about two, three weeks. Finally I decided, you know, um, cause I was Midwest, you know, so it's starting to get a little bit chilly, um, And then it was getting hot during the summer, too. So I was just like, let's get a gym membership. And I did. I would be spending. At that point, you know, I didn't. I mean, I was athletic growing up. I knew what I was doing. But in high school, it was like I was lifting for strength. I wasn't lifting and working out to lose weight. I didn't know what I was doing. And so I was just trying to spend four or five hours in the gym. And barely eating, trying to, oh, I got to starve myself. And, you know, the weight was coming off, but, you know, it wasn't that healthy weight. Right. So, you know, I had my setbacks where, oh, then I started gaining gain some weight. Then I'd lo- lose some more weight, gain some more weight. Um, I was just kind of, you know, up and down till finally, you know, I started reading into it. Um, I started counting calories, you know watching my calories, counting my macros. Um, and then, you know, I actually got myself on a meal plan. I got myself on a regimen where, you know, I had my split. Um, I was going seven days a week. Um, sometimes I'd be doing two, I was doing two workouts a day for the longest time where, you know, in the morning I'd get up, do my cardio at night. I would, um, do my lifting. Um, I wasn't a big cardio person though. I didn't do that for long, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: but so what was, let me, let me ask, man, like what, so to go from like basically doing nothing to now pretty intense work, like what was, what was the mental shift like there? Like really what, you know, what took you from that place of, you know, caring, but not doing anything about it to now getting so focused. Like what are you, what do you credit with that in terms of the shift in your head? Um.
1: Honestly, it was just like choosing to like take my life back, you know, like I was unhappy and like, I just, I mean, it took a lot to get to, you know, this point mm-hmm. um, and I, I still struggle with it. You know, some days I was just like, why am I doing this? Um. But it's like my big, my thing now is like, I just look back on those pictures. And, you know, I, I think back to, like, how I was mentally back then. It's like I just had to choose to, like, want to take back control of my life. I had to choose to just want to be happy and, you know, just want to have some kind of joy in my life,
0: um, you know. No, I think, I think that makes sense. And what part, you know, as you started, because obviously you were talking about, you know, it wasn't just binge eating that was causing problems. You know, it was medication and alcohol, like... What part did change your, you know, what was going on with you in other areas play with, with the transformation you were making?
1: Um, uh, you know, I have, uh, I haven't done any sort of drugs in, you know, a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Um, alcohol was the hardest one for me to actually stop. Um, but I noticed, you know, after I fully cut out the – I didn't fully cut out the alcohol, you know, because um, come, you know, mid-weight loss, I had turned 21, you know, went out. So I was still struggling with that a little bit, but I had kind of limited it, um, and I just noticed myself kind of make progress that I was not seeing after I – now I don't drink. I cut out alcohol, you know, I just – I live a different life now, and cutting that out, especially the alcohol, was the hardest part about it. But after I cut it out, I just noticed a lot of joy coming to my life. My head has just been clear, you know.
0: What do you think? Because, because a couple times you so far, you know, you've been talking about that lack of, you know, not really those things being the only things that were bringing you joy in your life. Like what gave you, you know, the strength inside to start to find joy in other areas. Cause I think that's something, you know, especially when a person feels stuck um, when they're dealing with, whether it's a food issue or an alcohol issue or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's wanting something else to fill that space, but only having that thing that they know to fill, to fill it. If that makes sense. Like, what did it take for you to actually start to see that you could find joy in other areas?
1: It just, what became like, you know, cause I kept chasing those highs, you know, I kept the alcohol and the drugs and like the eating were like highs for me. Um, and the gym became a high for me. Like I said, I was spending, you know, seven days a week in there and it just became my high. Like that was for the longest time like that was my like my jo- only joy in life um where i didn't you know hang out with people i would just you know i got to go to the gym you know that's what i woke up and looked forward to i mean i still do but you know 20 late 2020 2021 2022 that's all i looked forward to was uh, i get to go to the gym you know like that was the high that i kept chasing and it was just the progress that i kept chasing
0: and what were really the things that were challenging you as you get into it? It was just the um,
1: the head games, you know, the mind games. Like, that still, you know, that they do happen, you know. You can't control those. Um, and it was, the, you know, the scale. Oh, like, that's, you know, something I try to preach now is, like, you can't be weighing yourself because, you know, even if the scale is not going down, doesn't mean your body's not changing. And I didn't know that back then. So I was just, you know, constantly weighing myself every day. And, you know, I didn't know, you know, one, maybe two pounds a week. Back then I was trying to, you know, oh, why can't I lose 10 pounds a week? And so that those were my biggest challenges was just what my mind was doing to my body. Trying to, oh, I'm not making progress as fast as I want to be.
0: No, mm-hmm. Understood. And what I think one of the things you talked about, is something that a lot of people can relate to It's getting to that place of knowing you need to make a change and not necessarily being armed with all the knowledge that you need to do it, you know, in the most healthy way or in the most, you know, the most structured ways, but just starting, you know, you started with walking and then eventually getting into the gym and kind of going back to the things you knew before. But then you talked about kind of eventually starting to find more information on nutrition And the best way for you to work out to help with your progress? Like what made you open, you know, to wanting to grow that knowledge base, like to to find those things out? Was it things weren't going the way you wanted? Like what what really kind of brought you to that place where you had to go from I'm just gonna kind of blast myself all out, you know, starve and go to the gym as hard as I can, and finally into a place where it was more about a regimen and you know, a plan. Does that make Uh, sense?
1: Yeah. So it, it was just, you know, I wasn't seeing the progress I don't want to see, you know, cause I was, I would lose some weight and gain some weight. And I was like, and it just was a repeating cycle. Um, and I was like, you know, I need to actually, if I want to do this, I gotta, I gotta know more. Um, and then that time TikTok was becoming a big thing and I learned so much just from TikTok and Instagram, um, that led me to, you know, finding things to read about it. Um, and actually, then I had just started buying some supplements, and I had bought and my first supplements that I had bought was Redcon, and they were doing a like a eight week challenge. Um, you know, and I had bought like 200 and something dollars worth of supplements, and I had gotten a free ticket into this contest, and I was like, okay, might as well do it. Um, so it was like eight weeks of. Well, so my mom had actually bought me it, and she's like, "If I buy, if I buy you all this, you need to do that challenge." I'm like, "Okay." So, it was eight weeks of, you know, I had no cheat meals for eight weeks. um I was working out, you know, every day for eight weeks. Um, in those eight weeks, I had lost forty five pounds, and that was the, that was the start of it. That was, you know, I think because I was eating correctly. I was drinking enough water. I was sleeping. Um, I was getting up, going to the gym. And it was just, it created, you know, a routine in my life and I found the progress that I wanted to see and then it just continued
0: from there. And I think finding a routine is something that everyone has to eventually do, you know, if they want to be successful and, you know, be able to integrate these goals into their lives. like, what, besides progress, you know, on the scale what were the benefits to you to finally getting into a routine and and getting to that place? The benefits of it. um, It just was
1: the benefits was it kept me like it kept my consistency, which then led to, you know, I was consistent with it, which then led to, you know, the intensity of my workouts. Um, And I just, I noticed the, you know, the gains and the progress You know, I'm not coming quicker, but I just, I noticed it more and it just created a
0: a habit in my life. Which I think it makes sense. There's an increased mindfulness when you actually start to put some structure into things. You know, you can't, it's the best way to to phrase this, like, it's hard to measure progress when you're not doing things consistently to move you towards that progress. Like, if you can't say this, these are the things that I'm doing consistently, and this is what it's leading to. You can't really look at the, where is it leading to and, and expect results without saying, okay, what are the, th- you know, am I actually doing the things I need to be doing? So where, where did things go for you from there? once you, once you finished that challenge, um, once
1: I finished the challenge, um, I had actually, I had kind of taken a little bit, a time off, um, I had actually gone back to see, um, my best friend that had sent me that picture. Um, and when I took the time off, you know, I kind of slipped back into some old ways, um, you know, did with the drinking and, and um, it kind of put me on a, a little bit of downhill again. And. So then it was like I struggled getting back into it Um, and it took me two, two and a half weeks to finally, you know, start getting that routine into my life. And then after I did, that was 2021, yeah, late or early 2021, that was about April and I had moved down to Florida. Um, and I got a job at Planet Fitness, and it's crazy, but a lot of my progress has come from just being in Planet Fitness. Um, because I actually met one of my good friends there. Um, his name is Dalton Muscle White. You know, he's lost three hundred pounds. You know, so him and I kind of, you know, clicked over our our transformation stories, and a lot of my progress came from.
0: Planet Fitness. Which I, I think people sleep on Planet Fitness, honestly. Like it's, yeah, 100%. it's it's the gym I attended for most of you know most of my life working on my health and fitness. Like yeah. and, and also shout out to Dalton. You know, he's a he's a great guy. He's been on the show. Mm-hmm. Like um I do wanna because I, I think that experience you had of kind of going through especially going through a challenge and kind of then coming to that place of going off for a little bit and having to fight to get back on is something a lot of people go through. You know, I see it a lot with people when they do like when they do 75 hard and Mm -hmm. they finish 75 hard. And then, you know, part of it getting through the mental game for them, you know, whether it's right or wrong has been once I hit day 76, I can do some of these things that I haven't been doing, or I can let up, I, you know, I can let take my foot off the gas. Like what, from your perspective going through it, because I think a lot of people do go through this, This, what do you think it was? Because I'm sure, you know, from your perspective, that, you know, going through all of the, you know, all of this working out and changing your diet and those those changes you had made, and even that cha- reframing your perspective on what made you happy, like, I, I think there's a part of us that says, okay, so those old ways are gone. They're not just going to come back. Like, what is your perspective on what allowed them to come back?
1: Um. Honestly, it was, for me, it was the, you know, my mental health wasn't the best at that point, um, you know, and I still wasn't confident enough in myself. So it was that, like, that, you know, that the eight weeks weren't easy. That was a struggle, and, you know, The day that I finished, the weeks I submitted my final picture, I'm like, oh, I can eat again. So I decided to order myself, you know, a large pizza and some breadsticks, and I ate it all right there. Felt awful by myself. But, you know, next day I didn't go to the gym. Next day after, I didn't go to the gym. I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe I need to, you know, get out of the house. So I went and, you know, visited my friend, and I still was just like... I was struggling with my self-confidence and my, you know, my body dysmorphia was, you know, ridiculous at the time. And I just had that gateway. I was like, okay, I need to chase another high. I wasn't, I felt like it was lacking in the gym. So I decided to chase that other high. And then trying to get, bring myself back from it, I think was, the hardest part about it more. I think it was harder than me deciding to start my weight loss journey. Um, And cause it's, it's happened, you know, probably three times since I started the weight loss journey. Um, I actually just, it just happened to me two months ago, actually. Um, I, you know, decided to do my first bulk and that, you know, Oh, eating again, just didn't sit right with me and it messed me up for a little
0: bit. Which that's that's a that's a whole other topic for sure, because the idea of doing a bulk after you've lost weight can be a huge mental snafu for, for people. You know, when you've had to been in that place of restricting calories and focusing on the scale going down, now being in this place of I have to I'm purposely eating in a in a surplus to build muscle but it still feels like I'm eating at a surplus. Like, it's not like you can automatically change all of those feelings, you know? And I do want to talk about that. I, I I want to talk about though, like, you know, I think mental health is really important and we don't talk about it enough sometimes, but being able to identify, you know, what those things were that were holding you back when you had those kind of off periods, like what are the things you had to work on inside of yourself to allow you to get back on track and continue pursuing your goals? Um, it was,
1: you know, not my, it was my head and my heart. Like I had to, you know, start, you know, telling myself good things about myself. I had to, you know, I had to get rid of the alcohol and that stuff out of my life again. Um. And I had to, you know, try kind of, you know, I'd, you know, every day I did, you know, I'd write in my journal. Um, one of my family friends had bought me a journal to do that because he's, he, you know, I'd talking to him about how I was struggling with it again. Um, So, you know, I was getting up, writing just why, you know, I'm happy to be alive today, you know, like mm-hmm. what I'm looking forward to today. Um, And that's what I did was, you know, I w- the things I was thankful for and my uh, goals for the week, and it just kind of slowly led to me creating a new routine, mm-hmm. along with you know getting back into the lifting routine and the working out routine.
0: Which, I, and I think you know someone might be listening and be like, "Well, how could something as small as journaling like that have a big impact?" But that's a, it's a powerful tool, like especially when you do it consistently. You know, when you consistent, so when you have rough days. And you're still asking yourself that question, what do I look forward to today? And you want the answer to be, there's nothing, but you make yourself say, there's got to be something in there that I'm looking forward to today. Yeah. There's a, a, there's a powerful mental shift that comes from that place of mm-hmm. kind of choosing gratitude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just being able to, you know, cause my big thing is like, I was being, I was, you know, not balling up my emotions and trying to, you know, hide them. I was being, you know, you know, I, you know, I wasn't talking to somebody, I was writing them out, you know, mm-hmm. I was kind of letting my emotions go out on a piece of paper.
0: No, I think that, that makes a lot... It makes a lot of sense, man, that that would be something that would be helpful with what you were going through. Yeah. And so when you moved to Florida, you're working at Planet Fitness, making connections there, um, and in that environment, was that when... You know, had you already hit your lowest weight at that point, or was, was that still something no, you were working towards? That was
1: that was still something I was working towards Mm because I got the job at Planet Fitness in October of 2021. Um, And I think at that point I was still about 270, 260 in between there. Um, And then, you know, it was just, at that point, that was just a work, you know, workout thing. You know, I had a free gym membership. I spent, you know, a lot of time there. Um, then come May 2022. Um, is when I hit my lowest point. Um, but previously before that. I had actually become. In January 2022. I became the uh, the trainer. For Planet Fitness. Because um, they helped me become the trainer. Because I finally felt like. In January I felt like I would gotten to the place. Where I felt like I wanted to be able to help people with, you know, that needed it like I did, you know, like if I would have had that person, you know, back then, I think it would have made it easier for myself. So I just, you know, that's why I do like, that's why I, you know, chose to be trainers because I can help people that aren't as knowledgeable, don't understand it and just, you know, need need that little extra push and want to just take back their life and just be able to find joy in it and be able to understand you know like it is it does suck and you know it has its ups and downs but just being able to you know see that first bit of progress um, to kind of take it off but then yeah like I said May 2022 I had gotten reached my goal not really goal but I hit 215 and I felt like after you know comparing pictures I was like okay I'm happy like I'm happy Um, and then, yeah, May 2022, I had hit 215, um, and then I had to fly back home, um, for my best friend's wedding, and then, um, my brother's wedding, um, and that led to, you know, slipping back into, you know, drinking, um, but this time I didn't let it, I didn't let it affect me that time, because um, I had kind of, you know, learned to, you know, be tolerant of it and kind of guard myself from it and, you know, learn. I kind, of you know, I just figured out how to, you know, um, li- I I figured out how to limit myself. You know, I still, you know, I didn't need the alcohol to have a good time and, um, so it didn't it didn't stop me this time. So
0: that time so and so where was it from there that the idea of going into a bulk came from like how did that where did that come from so um
1: fast forward a couple months I just continued to kind of I just was kind of eating my maintenance calories I was just you know staying where I wanted to be um, and Dalton had started a bulk and I was like, okay, I want to too. So, uh, I decided to start, um, my first bulk, um, I kind of let it go a little too long, uh, a little bit more than a little too long. Cause I kind of hit that, that downhill thing again. And I, uh, let my bulk go a little too long. You know, I went from 215. To 250. Um, And then, you know, about, you know, a month ago, I needed to hop back on, like, a correct bulk. I finally got myself up to, like, a healthy 250. Mm -hmm. Um, And about a week and a half ago, I officially started my first cut. So, And now...
0: And cut and those are terms that some people are going to be really familiar with and some people aren't are you is there a purpose you know is there a purpose you know are you trying to compete like i'm just curious like your reasoning behind getting into kind of like a bulk and cutting cycle
1: um maybe eventually i do want to compete on mm-hmm. um, something i've talked about for a long time um but it's honestly just to you know put on some more size and just you know be healthier because instead of you know staying in the same place, you know, because that's how, you know, that's, you know, how you plateau. Um, so I just, you know, I decided, you know, why not? Um, you know, I'm, I'm only 22. So I was like, let's, you know, put on some weight, put on some size. Um. Let's see, you know, after this first cut, I'm going to decide if I, you know, want to compete.
0: Which I think is smart. And I, I think also anyone out there listening, like, you don't have to be wanting to compete to to want to put on more muscle and and take off fat like all of those things. Like, I'm I was just curious from the perspective of like, is there is, you know is there a motivation like that behind it? Like, but right, I I think also right. like you you are hitting on something where you know you're at an age where it's possible you know relatively easily. Not and I know nothing you're doing is easy. You know I'm not trying to imply that. No, but in terms of like hormonally. Like you're in a you're in a place to add muscle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um and I have noticed, you know, I compared, you know, the two fifteen to two fifteen there has been some major size difference in the areas that I you know wanted to so um you know, cutting back down right now it's just about I wanna look better. Um Feel better, but you know, after this, after I finish this cut, you know, it's gonna take me probably four months because um, I want to do it correctly. Um, kind of get off some of this extra fat that I still had built up. I mean, at two fifteen, um, finally decide if I want to compete, but
0: don't know yet. So understood. And you're still working with people. You're still helping people.
1: Yeah, So I actually last week. Um, launched my own training business. Um, I left, I still work at Planet Fitness. I'm the, you know, front desk allows me to, you know, get off at a reasonable time. Um, just want to pick up some more clients before I, uh, fully leave Planet. Um, but you know, I launched my own website, um, for people to kind of get in contact with me, see my progress, see all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I want to, um, so I'm going to do in person. Online, in-person training, online training, online nutrition. Um, and then this summer, because I have a lot of older female clients, I'm going to start a all-women's boot camp um, kind of thing um, just because, you know, guys, you know, if it was a co-op thing, guys, you know, especially in those burn boot camp things, um, I'm going to have slides and everything. I don't want, you know, women to be uncomfortable, you know, because guys kind of get it in their head, you know, it's got to be a competition. So I'm going to just kind of keep it, you know, female based during the summer. Um, So go from there. So
0: Nice. And what I'm curious, like, because I've had a lot of people on the show that, you know, have gone through their own transformations and then start working with people like to have gone through the transformation that you have, you know, and the changes that you've made and the things that you've worked on, like, what does it feel like now to be able to apply that experience and help other people? Uh, it's,
1: it's completely, uh, it's like some I find joy in it. You know, it's, I love, I love, I can honestly say, I love what I do. I love just being able to help people. Um, it doesn't matter, you know, what their goal is. If they want to gain weight, you know, lose weight, you know, build muscle, build endurance, like just being able to help them in the areas they need it because, you know, not everybody's as knowledgeable. Um, you know, seeing how happy they become with themselves and just being able to pro like get a little bit of progress, um, and just seeing it from you know the before and after.
0: No, understood. And where you know you, you you talked a little about kind of some short term goals you have with what you're doing. You know, is this something that you want to make a full time career for yourself with? Is that where you the direction you see yourself going?
1: Yeah, um, I want to eventually own my own gym Um, but I want to make the training thing my full-time job
0: nice so Jade when you look at kind of where you where you started and where you're at now you know one obviously it's only been a few years so obviously you've you've got a lot of time to come you know in terms of where you're going to head with things but when you look at kind of going back to where you were you know, most of your life. And then specifically when you put, you know, went into the darker period and put the weight on, you know, in 2019, like what are the biggest lessons you've learned coming through all of this? The biggest lesson that I've learned is
1: that it's, it's never too late. Um, You know, I know, you know, some people have, you know, there's a lot, a lot of people out there that have a lot more drastic weight loss journeys than me, um, and they've done it. Um, But the biggest thing is just wanting to, you know, have joy in your life again and just, like, it just got to, it gets to a point where you just don't want to sit there and be sad for yourself anymore. You don't want to, you know, feel that pain and just be embarrassed about yourself, you know. Just being able to Le- just learn learning to love yourself again, um, is one of the best things that will happen to you in your life. And do you feel that you've done that? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I, you know, like I'm, I'm human. You know, there is days where I'm like, uh, and body dysmorphia is still something that I do struggle with. Um. And, you know, I do have insecurities, like, you know, I had gains, you know, my, where my fat sits on my body is different, you know, everybody's fat sits different on people's bodies. Mine sat heavy in my midsection, so my nipples don't sit on my chest anymore, you know, so I still have those insecurities, but, um, and, you know, my stretch marks, they're not going to go away. Um, So I kind of, you know, the stretch marks are just like a, like, look what I did, and I just... I'm not insecure about either of them anymore.
0: Which is great to hear because like in a lot of ways, like they're battle scars, you know, of the experiences that you've been through in your life.
1: Yeah. I mean, it takes, it takes time to, you know, get to that point and, Mm -hmm. you know, not be self-conscious about it. But once you do get to that point, um, just the mental, like you're, just the mental aspect of it is just a thousand times different. So
0: No, I believe it, man. What do you think are the things in all of that, that allow you to see yourself staying on track and successful in the future and not going back to the old behaviors?
1: Um, I just, I, that's a good question, actually. Um, I just don't want to ever feel that way again, you know, like in just continuing to better myself every day, you know, yeah, like there's, you know, slip ups and, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to be able to be perfect at it for the rest of my life, but just choosing myself every day and choosing to be happy with my life and confident with myself instead of, you know, oh. Well,
0: with me basically you know like so which I, I think that's a great way to put it you know that whole idea of choosing yourself like understanding that whatever direction things go you're you're the driver of, of the rest of your 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 journey the rest of your experience and you can drive yourself back to that place where you don't yeah. feel great or keep yourself going forward yeah well, I think that makes sense man what's the best way to phrase this like well oh I know something we I want to make sure I don't forget So you talked about your website uh, if people do want to talk to you or, or learn more about your story man and learn more about you like where's the best places for them to find you?
1: Um, so yeah they can actually just go to my website which is jadeworthfitness.com. Um, and then I have a menu tab, um, and it'll pop down and I got an about me, I got a tab on my transformation. I got a tab for my, my services and rates. Um, and then I actually have, you know, a contact me tab where they can click on it. Um, and my number is right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a business number that's right there on the front page of my website. Um, they can contact me at that, or they can send me a message right from my website um, and it'll send me an email, you know, to be able to reach back out to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Otherwise I do have, you know, my Facebook and Instagram linked right
0: into it so they can get in contact with me. Nice. The, the last question, I, I have some wrap up questions that I do every episode, but before yeah. we get to that, Jade, like when you sit where you're at now and look forward, what are the things that you're most excited about?
1: Um, what am I most excited about right now is to get this weight off me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> get back down, you know. But, um, honestly, kind of seeing my my training business take off, um, just to be able to you know help more people, um, because that's the point that I'm at right now is
0: just being able to help people, which is something I really look forward to. That's awesome, man, and I think that ability. Finding that ability within yourself to, you know, be able to give, to take the experiences that you've been through and then take that knowledge that you gained along the way and be able to translate into that, into help and support for other people is, is, is a great thing. Yeah. Nice. Well, Jade, we've talked a lot about your story and, and I'm excited for, for people to hear it. I end every episode with five questions. I call the Fat Guy Five. Are you ready for your run through those questions? I am. Yes. Okay, so question number one is "Living or Dead." Who is your favorite fat guy? <laughs> Dalton Muscle White. <laughs> he's going to like to hear that. He's going like... to, although he might say, you know, he's not a fat guy right now. Uh, yeah, but he, he might was. Guy, but so, you know, and Dalton, like I said, Dalton was on the show. He's, he, we had a great talk. So he, he's an awesome dude. Yeah, he is. Question number two, Jade. What is something about yourself that you love?
1: My patience. My patience.
0: I like it. Question number three. Looking at the journey you've been on, man, what do you think has been the most important new habit that you've built?
1: Being able to talk to people, being more personable, and just like being able to create conversations. um, You know, that was something I I was not good at, you know, making conversations and being able to hold them
0: in person. You know, I was shy. So, no, oh, understood, man. That's a good one. Question number four, Jade. We we talked about some of your your own your personal kind of health and fitness goals for the next year, but what is one goal you have for the next year that is not health, fitness, or weight loss related? Um To buy a house. Nice. Yeah. That's a solid goal, Fun man. House. That so, is a solid yeah. goal indeed. And question number five, Jade, last que- official question of the podcast for you. If you can go back and talk to yourself, you know, the night your friend sent you that text, you know, sitting there, what is one thing that you'd want to say? Uh,
1: I know you're going to do it, but just be ready, you know, you're going to fall down, you got to, you know, Continue to pick yourself back up, um, but in the end, it's it's going to be worth it.
0: I like it, man. Jade, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing yes, your story today. Thank you, thank
1: you. It was it was a privilege to be on here. So cool. And well, this was my first podcast, so.
0: Well, there you go. That happens a lot. I'm, I tend to be people's first, and then you know they go on to start them and. I'm I'm still here finding new people to talk to. I love it. Uh, But Jade and I are going to keep talking in the Patreon after show. So if you are not currently signed up for the Fat Guy Forum Patreon, what are you doing with yourself? For just a few dollars a month, you can support keeping the show going and you get access to all of the after show episodes. Jade is going to be episode 25. So there's 25 episodes there waiting for you that you haven't heard yet. So sign up for that, y'all. Head on over there. Connect with Jade whether you're following him on Instagram now or you connect with him through his website because you've got some good questions. And hey, connect with me too. You can always find me on Instagram at Gourmet Keto, Twitter at Gourmet Keto. Email the show at thefatguyforum at gmail.com. Then take a deep breath. Go out there and do something to amaze yourself today, my friends, because you are the most amazing people I know. Then catch us here on the next episode of the Fat Guy Forum.